0: night and we are live I hope everybody's doing good be blessed in Jesus mighty name a full 90 minutes of fury coming at you right now now here's the thing we're on to launch tonight I just like I like summation videos and this video in and of itself edited by my producer Aaron pretty much brings into some into summation the World Economic Forum the globalist left the Democratic Party the transgender perverted agenda, all in one video, Steve Cortez video, millions of, Im- oh, that's not it, jo- Jack Pasobik video breaking, Finland has introduced the world's first, you may have seen this already, but we have specially edited it just for you, world's first transgender national figure skater. Play for me, Will. You basically have a guy whose name is John who's put on a bunch of makeup and a woman's tutu and is skating around as as Finland's first and world's first world's first transgender national figure skater that that is that is what the that right there just epitomizes the globalist left right there falling all over the place. Absolutely useless. The worst thing in the arena is the globalist leftist narrative that is being portrayed right there on the ice. Some, I, just, I had to start off the show with just that. Now I got some miscellaneous stuff. Steve Cortez video. If you're wondering where our economy really is at, you have Joe Biden coming out every day, Kar- uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, John Kirby, coming up and talking about how great the economy is. You know, just how fantastic it is, all the new jobs that they've added, low unemployment rates, which, by the way, is absolutely untrue, because it's all about, unemployment rates are all about the level of employment amongst those looking for employment, not those who have given up on being employed, but those who are actually gamefully looking to be employed. Always remember the manipulation and the book, Lying Through Statistics. So whenever you hear the Biden administration come out and talk about how great this economy is where uh, you have uh, people's pay going up highest, you know, the, uh, the uh, high pay increase and all the, no, all that's negated. Most people have gotten a five or 6% pay increase, but there's seven or eight or 9% of inflation. And in many staples, eggs, beef. Many milk, all those things are up way more than nine percent. So they were actually losing money. So if inflation is at eight percent and you got a four or five percent pay increase, then you actually have lost three to four percent over the year. most most households are down seventy four hundred dollars in comparison in 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 ability to buy. So even if they're making more money, they actually have less ability to buy to the tune of, on average, $7,400 per household since the Biden administration took over. So those are the real numbers. Now, here is just a brief little summation from Steve, Steve Cortez. Millions of Americans endure power shutoffs. Most of us do not know this is actually happened. Maybe you do know, but most of us do not know these are the actual statistics. Steve Cortez, former uh, Trump Uh, part of the Trump, former staffer for the Trump administration, Steve Cortez. Play for me, Will. Are
1: you shocked at your latest utility bills? Well, if you are, you're hardly alone. But for millions of Americans, it's an absolute crisis because they are literally having their power shut off. Let's look at the numbers in a Chalk Talk. From the Chicago Sun-Times, data last year, January through October, the most recent month we have, 1.5 million Americans had their power shut off. How does that compare in context? Well, for electricity shutoffs, up 29% over the prior year. For natural gas, up 76% over the prior year. And this stunning number may get even worse soon because prices are spiking. For example, in California right now, according to the utility SoCal Gas, typical winter heating bill has gone from $130 a month last year to $315 a month this year, a rise of 142%. This reality is simply unaffordable for many, many Americans. It's a consequence of Biden's war on American energy and the exorbitant borrowing and spending of the Washington Uniparty. We're counting on the GOP House to hold the line.
0: And we just got in my house, we just got notice from Florida Power and Light, FPL, that our electric bills are gonna be going up also, so we are not immune even though that was that, not all those stats. So some of that was nationwide. I'll go over the nationwide nationwide statistics. Now, remember, there's, this is only 30 states reporting. So who knows what states weren't reporting. It was Illinois reporting, Connecticut, these blue states, California, Washington, Oregon, were they actually reporting? But according to this, with only 30 states, so basically half of America reporting, only 30 states, 1.5 million households, not people, shut off households. One point, and that, that is in 2022, which had far better economic statistics than we have so far in 2023. 1.5 million American households electric was shut off, and you've got Joe Biden walking up to podiums talking about how great the economy is. We have never seen this before. In my lifetime, 54 years old, in my lifetime, we have never seen in the history of America 1.5 million households with only 30 states reporting. And again, who knows what states are actually left out? What blue states? It's just like like abortion statistics. You hear it's 1.2 million babies per year are slaughtered in and outside of the womb in Joe Biden's America. Got that. But California and New York don't report all their abortions. Strange, because California is the is the national leader in abortions, followed up closely by number two, which is New York, because they're run by demons. 1.5 million American households had their electric shut off in 2022, with only 30 states reporting. That's up 29% from 2021. So Joe Biden brings it up exponentially in 2021 and then brings it up even higher. It sounds just like his immigration statistics, his illegal immigration statistics, world records all the way around world record in December for illegal border crossings world record here. Never seen this happen before 29% increase in one year. Politicians lose elections over one, two, three, four 4% increases in negative things, whether it's crime, whether it's, uh, whether it's price increases, whatever it may be, politicians lose their jobs over slight increases. We have a 25% increase in murders right now in America since Joe Biden took office. In two years, two years, 25%, 40% increase in felonious crimes, in violent crime since Joe Biden took office. And now a 29% increase just since last year in households having their electric shut off. White Korean, oh, yeah sits at a podium pontificating about how great this economy is. How can it be great? American families have lost a trillion dollars in financial value. In other words, what they used to be worth, they've lost a trillion dollars since Joe Biden took office. Not since 2010, not since 15, not since 16, not since 19, since 2021. January 20th, 2021, since Joe Biden is, has taken office. We have the highest debt per income ratio in basically modern American history since Joe Biden has taken office. We have the most people illegally crossing the southern border in the history of America. It's not remotely close since Joe Biden has taken office. The most households that are being, their electric is being shut off. The most households, probably in American history, but up 29, 30% since last year. Since and in, in this all while Joe Biden took office, 107,000 Americans dead from fentanyl, world record since Joe Biden took office. One record after another, one re- record after another with this guy. National uh, na- a natural gas is up 76 percent in one year. I mean, is anybody seeing this? This should, should be national news. I mean, it, it should be even amongst you libtards that are watching right now, this should bother you. It doesn't matter who's in office. 29% increase in power shutoffs, 76% increase in national in, in monthly natural gas expenditures for American households. And again, I know some of you have already seen this. I know it's on purpose. I get it. World Economic Forum, leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a, with a singular access point. Get everybody living into these 15-minute cities. I understand. We'll get into that if we have time. Heating bills in California. And by the way, Kamala Harris will not be running for president. Joe Biden will not be running for president. Putting it out right now, and of course, I will do the things that, that COVID-caving pastors and COVID-caving conservatives and COVID-caving clergy never do. If I'm wrong, I'll come out and say I was wrong. I've already predicted. I've already told you they're not trying to get rid of Biden with this Biden document thing. We'll get to that in a second. They're not trying to do that. But Biden will not run. Kamala Harris will not run. Gavin Newsom will be running for president in 2024. Here's what his state looks like. Heating bills in California last year, last year, not not 2021, literally last year, 2022, averaged $130 a month. This year, they're averaging $315 a month, a 142% increase in one year. Yes, it's on purpose because they caused the problem And then you have to come to them for their solution. What is their solution? A one-world commerce system with a singular access point. They control the product. They control the consumer. You will vote for Joe. You will vote for Joe Biden. You will vote for uh, Gavin Newsom. Or you know what? You have no power. Oh, that'll never happen. We've already seen it happen. You either support the narrative or you have no job. You will get your vaccine passport. You will get your QR code on your phone. Or you will not have a job. Yes, it only made it so far. At the beginning, remember, it was all companies with 100 more employees. Many of those companies went ahead and adhered anyway because they're toadies, weak little spineless toadies. But everybody who's federally employed, even federal contractors to some degree, had to be, had to be vaxxed or they lost their jobs. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system, singular access point at the time, which was a vaccine passport, which is simply, which is simply laying the infrastructure for CBDCs and social credit systems. That's all that that was. But they leverage you into that one world commerce system. And then they control all the product so that they control the consumer, whoever needs the product. That's the point of it all. And that's why you're seeing what you're seeing. Gavin Newsom, who will be the Democratic nominee for president in 2024. Just watch. They're grooming him. He's always behind Biden now. They bring him into the White House and, and, and float him around the White House. Kamala's going to have to swallow it like a giant horse pill. But that's what's going to happen. And look at, look at his statistics. How could he ever be elected president? Because it doesn't have anything to do with performance. We don't have a, merit, a merit-based system in America anymore. It's all based on R's and D's. And the D's are absolutely destroyed for any sense of a lack, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They have no sense of what is actually true. They're not even going to look at this. But they themselves will be destroyed. Everybody who who thinks that compliance buys them freedom does not ever, ever, ever open a history book. Compliance does not mean that you are going to be free from the dictates of those that you're compliant to. And just because you buy in and you dutifully wore your mask in Gavin Newsom's California doesn't mean that you're going to be free from the political consequences of his dictates and the his political consequences of his of his of, ag- of his agenda. Look at this. I mean, why is why are all these prices so high? Because the dollar means nothing anymore. We had $31 dollars $31 in debt. And we're almost at 32 and we're sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine. How much have we spent on Ukraine? Hopefully I'll get to Ukraine tonight. Fine. I have a whole Ukraine expose. But how much have we spent in Ukraine? We've spent more in Ukraine than Russia has. Did you know that? We've spent more in Ukraine. We've spent more than the entire U- European, European Union. We spent more than double the entire, what the entire European Union has spent on, U- on Ukraine. And if they're so concerned and the narrative is always, well, if they, get, if they do it to Ukraine, they'll do it to the NATO countries around Ukraine. Then why, why aren't they arming themselves? If that's the narrative out of Ursula von der Leyen's European Union and out of Germany, which is sending their, their most technologically advanced tanks for the first time since 1940 into the Ukraine, which have iron crosses on them, by the way, for the first time, That always works out really well fighting Russia in February. That always works out well. Let's go back into history, shall we? The Wehrmacht, Napoleon, works out well fighting Russians in the Russian winter. Works fantastic, doesn't it? But that's how much money. We have spent more money in Ukraine than all of the European Union combined times two. We've spent more in Ukraine than Russia has. Keep that in mind. And here we are, a Million. this is why all of these expenditures that you're seeing, and this is just talking about electric, let alone eggs, which are $6 a carton. I remember when they were 99 cents, and that was before, that was just two, three years ago. It's like a, a 99 cents for a special, buck 29. That's like $6, I'm glad I got chickens. You should have chickens too. Let's go on, Mis- miscellaneous stuff. Just to start off, then we're gonna hop into vaccines. Here it is, New York Post to, uh, pick, it's mine. So here we are. What is today? February 2nd, 2023, right? So the FBI has had Hunter's laptop in its custody since basically November of 2019. Here we are at 2023. Could have stopped the impeachment for the Ukraine hoax because that totally dispels all that, all the, the false accusations against Trump for his quid pro quo with Zelensky. And I'll just urge you. You've got to listen to all of Dan Bongino Monday through Friday on this. He actually he actually has Robert W Malone on tomorrow, but Monday through Thursday is an exposé about Soros, Biden, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden inside of Ukraine. Which I'm going to I'm going to touch on tonight just to give you a little taste of it. But go listen to it. Bongino knows that stuff like the back of his hand. I hit a lot more stories than he does, but he's really deep in that. So here we are. In February of 2023, Hunter Biden has now come out. Why, how do we know he's saying it's mine? Because he's actually suing people right now because they expose things on his laptop. That's what's in the lawsuit. So he has acknowledged via these lawsuits that the laptop indeed is his. You know, the one that he walked into the, video, into the computer repair store with that he signed his own name on that the computer repairman says it was Hunter Biden, that one. That everybody's been saying was Russian disinformation for the last three years, including 50 former Intel chiefs. But now it's, he says, it's mine. So I'm just wondering: are there gonna be retractions from the 50 former Intel chiefs? Are there gonna be retractions from the from Biden himself, the Biden administration, Kareem Jean-Pierre, Gensaki, who all came out and said this is Russian disinformation? But now Hunter Biden says, no, it's not Russian disinformation. It's mine. Because now he's trying to sue for defamation. How can it be defamation? We're just playing the laptop. So I'm wondering where are the retractions? And then I'm going to be wondering where are the prosecutions for the people who lied under oath about this or impeded investigations inside of the FBI? Why does the FBI want to hide For 55 years, their investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop. Why is that? It's actually 66 years. Why do they want to hide that? Anybody ever trying to hide anything? Whether it's Pfizer, 75 years for the vaccine developmental data. They wanted to hide that for 75 years. FBI wants to hide their investigation in the Hunter Biden laptop for 66 years. The 1-6 committee wants to hide their investigation for 55 years. They're not right. Christians who took the vaccine. Remember, and then Pfizer doesn't want it, you to know about their vaccine developmental data for 75 years you might not want to take the vaccine and you might not want to take number 2 number 3, number 4 and their bivalent number 5 which they just want to make a sea, like a seasonal flu vaccination Yeah, mix all things, I'm sitting here talking about Hunter and I go right into vaccine, Seabless. It's a beautiful mind, beautiful mind alright let's go to the next one, Kimberly Guilford tweet 91 days ago documents found at the Penn Biden Center 91 days ago 43 days ago, doc, Doc's found in Biden's garage. 20 days ago, Doc's found in Biden's home. Why did the Justice Department wait until today? We all know. Just leave this up for me so I got those numbers. Today, the FBI raided Joe Biden's beachfront walled-off estate. He has, just just lay the groundwork, ardent climate change supporter climate change regulation mandate dictate supporter who wants you to drive around electric cars he flies around his private jets all over the globe and his 50 car suv uh motorcades he's behind his wall armed security around his, you're not allowed to have any of that you're not allowed to have a wall just got to have two hundred fifty thousand. really it's really three to five times that many crossing the southern border no wall for you no guns for you. you want to confiscate all your weapons using high crime rates to do so. That's, all. That's why you have a 40% increase in felonious crimes, 25% increase in felony murders all throughout the country because they're going to use that to say the country's so dangerous we need to come in and confiscate law-abiding citizens' guns. So That's what always cause the problem, offer their horrid, wretched, sulfur-filled demonic solutions. So here you have Joe Biden in his beachfront estate He believes in global warming. That should be underwater by now. He should be fearful that it's going to be underwater, but he's not because they don't believe anything they say. They believe exactly the opposite of everything they espouse. So the FBI, quote unquote, raided the Biden home, but it's funny it didn't. I saw a a pick from it. Certainly didn't look like a raid to me. Didn't look like Mar-a-Lago in the dead of morning. Didn't look like a raid to me. It looked more like a garden party. So for ease of conversation, We'll call it a search. So the FBI finally searched, certainly didn't raid Biden's beachfront estate today. And, but I just want everybody to know from the most, you can rest easy. Now, this is a tweet that I put out. You can rest easy because the most corrupt federal agency on the planet says that there were no classified documents in Biden's beachfront house. So it's now what, one for four? That there weren't actually classified compartmented non-skiffed classified documents at one of his houses finally by the way the university of delaware needs to be raided or they need to go ahead and start turning over the confidential documents that are actually there because we know they're there but again so you have you have the first admission this was 91 days ago let me just go over this i hate to continue to talk about this but it just continues to the the corruption like like a like a bubbling sulfur pit just keeps bubbling up and one of those bubbles just pops you get that wretched stench of sulfur this is what keeps happening with this story so 91 days ago docs found at the Biden Penn Center that's not actually correct the the DOJ was there the FBI was there we were told that it was that it was Biden's attorneys that were there at the Penn Center at the, remember it's the U Penn Center paid for by a 54 million dollar contribution from the Chinese Communist Party the president of that university is now our ambassador to germany just keeping that just keep all this in mind this of uh, the swamp creatures it's not swamp that's too that's too much of a compliment for dc it's a cesspool full of floating feces so 91 days ago we were told that by Bi- that biden's lawyers for some mysterious reason hunting around biden's office at the Penn center they found classified documents in a non-secure skiff Which, by the way, every single one of those documents is one felony crime, one federal felonious crime. Period. There's no way that it's not a crime. It doesn't matter that they're cooperating. It doesn't matter that they're turning in. Again, I'll just use the example that I use every time, but I haven't used it for two or three shows now. If you have an axe murderer, a serial axe murderer, who has butchered 74 people, but he's cooperative by leading you to the graves, does that mean, oh, you know what? You're exonerated? not guilty no cooperation's got nothing to do with it well we're cooperative we're being transparent first of all you're not either one because Biden has had these documents somewhere in the neighborhood of six to thirty years because they go back all the way into his senatorial career there's no way for him not to, he cannot be in possession of him. well what about Donald Trump in mar-a-lago he was the president of the United States he doesn't even have to tell anybody he declassified him he can just say, declassified and they're declassified and you'll hear idiots like joy behar and whoopi goldberg talk out of their rectums on the view that there's a process you have to go through and no process there's a there's a there's a dc cesspool process but according to federal law if a president deems it confidential doesn't matter how he does it waves a wand over it thinks it says it it's confidential So every single one of those documents, which by the way, at Mar-a-Lago, were in a secure skiff, following federal law, guarded by the Secret Service. Joe Biden, on the other hand, had compartmented, highly classified documents, compartmented means top secret to the nth degree, top secret to where only certain people who have top secret clearance can actually look at it. Compartmented, uh, uh, classified documents, top secret documents, in his office at UPenn, janitor has access, CCP has access, Hunter has access, Hunter has access to the to the ones in cardboard boxes in the garage. Don't worry, it's a locked garage, according to Joe Biden, next to his locked Corvette, which is a convertible. Symbol, symbolism right there. I don't know if you caught it or not. There is no security at all. So there's no, remember, whenever you hear the Goebbels media, whenever you hear the Goebbels media, they are telling you the opposite of what's true. Donald Trump's situation was way worse. No, Donald Trump's situation was not even a crime. Every single document that Joe Biden has in his possession, it is a crime, and there is no way out. None. He cannot have declassified them. How did they get out? They're supposed to be signed out. How were they not signed out? I can spend all night on this. I'm not going to do it because I've got a lot more to get to. But these are all crimes. But luckily, the most corrupt federal agency on the planet, which is nothing more than the brown shirt Goebbels-Mengala-Gestapo for Joe Biden, went into Joe Biden's house and didn't find any classified documents in Joe Biden's house. And they're nothing more than the brown shirts for Joe Biden himself. Let's go to the next one. Colin Rugg tweet. Again, these are just miscellaneous things to start off the show. Of course, I'm 34 minutes in. I meant this the last seven or eight minutes. Okay, breaking Elon Musk. Now, I love this, okay? I love this. I, do I trust Elon Musk? No, he's kind of a transhumanist. But he's he puts out some good things. He's a transhumanist, but not to the World Economic Forum level yet. Transhumanism is, is another tactic of, of the globalist, bourgeois, leftist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. That's really what transhumanism is all about. Brain implants, implants that go... That are, that are earbuds now all, all different things coming out of the world economic forum they have earbuds just to briefly go into it you have earbuds that they were espousing at the world economic forum And i hate earbuds i don't know should i go on a 15 minute montage about earbuds but anyway i'll i'll, I'll leave that off tonight i've already yelled at the church about it i've already yelled at the podcast audience about it I hate hate earbuds hate that everybody just goes ahead and and, and makes themselves deaf I'm, going to just put, I'm just not going to be able to hear anything. They already put a mask over. They already muzzled us. They already, not that none of us that are watching this podcast ever ever put them on. But I can't. I can't stand it. But at the World Economic Forum, they have earbuds that interact with your brainwaves so they can read your moods. It's an absolute fact. Absolute fact. Remember, Will actually said this. If they if if they can control the information going in, then they control the information going out. Or vice versa. If they can. Contr- if you if there's information going out, then there's information going in. It's as simple as that. It just depends on who's in control of it. But I really like this because Elon Musk, who at least right now is putting out at least the veneer of being a libertarian, right in the middle of the road, loves free speech. is is pretty pretty ardent about the First Amendment. Pretty pretty level headed about COVID and COVID vaccines, even though he himself is three times vaccinated. Elon Musk submits license applications so Twitter could become a payment processor. I would love to see PayPal go bankrupt. Me too. Right now, I certainly like a libertarian, right sort of right leaning person do a payment app, actually control a payment app, payment processing app, than PayPal, who is fining people $2,500 for misinformation. How does that even work? Can Truest Bank, which is the bank for one of one of our banks for the church, can they reach out and cut off my bank account because I said something wrong from the pulpit? Is that where we're heading? Because that's where PayPal has already been finding people and then coming out and saying it was glitch. Goebbels Media. If you're going to have a tyrant, you always got to have a Goebbels. And then they came out with their Goebbels representation and saying, you know what, it was a it was a clerical error and then fixed it for like six hours. And then went right back into it again. I mean, these people are just unfettered, unabashed, pathological liars. So I would like to see this happen. We need payment processors that are not politically agenda-driven organizations. We have to have it. We have to have a dual society, a dual culture. a a parallel culture, a parallel society. This may be a step in that direction. I have to show you this video because of how gruesome, just how nasty it is. It's not a gruesome video. It is an ideology. This is life com video. Here is Minnesota governor, Tim Waltz signing a bill to legalize killing babies and abortions up to birth. So five minutes before a let let's just five minutes before a baby girl is born. Here he is surrounded mainly by women applauding the death in the name of women's rights of endless hundreds of thousands and millions of women. Do you ever hear that? You have women clapping on the governor, signing a abortion bill where you're allowed to butcher your baby up to the moment of birth. Women are applauding that when about 700,000 women are killed a year in the United States in abortions. The number one cause of death in the black community is abortion. 400,000, 200,000 of those are black women. So you have women who are claiming to be champions of women's rights clapping at the deaths of of basically 700,000 women a year inside of the United States. 21 million worldwide. These are the champions of women's rights. Just like the champions of your health injected you with a gene-altering mRNA vaccination that is killing millions as we speak. But I said to show you this video. Play it for me, will? (laughs) Look how excited they are. These they're so excited. And at the end, the governor goes, "It is law." He just and they're all so happy about people dying. There's, I mean, listen. There's no doubt, because before I formed you in, a womb, in the womb, I knew you, Jeremiah 1.5. There's no doubt what, who a person is. Psalm 139.16. Your eyes saw my substance when it was yet unformed. In your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Psalm 139.16. Before a child is even formed in the womb, God knows him In the moment of conception, that is a human being. We got it. But let's just make it even an easier conversation. These women... Want to kill babies that could survive outside the womb? Why not just take them out and at least give them a chance? You ever thought about that? You just bring it back to me now. Huh? Why not just? Why not? I mean, I just had to show you. Look how happy they are. Why not if a if a woman we we now have we now have babies that are surviving outside the womb? How early hope do you think the babies survive? Yeah, at at twenty weeks ish. What's the full What's the full pregnancy period? How many weeks? So forty weeks. So basically, we're having babies. Survive at about half that. They'd rather kill them. Why not just have a C-section, pull the baby out, give it a chance? Why not, why not do that? Why is it that all of these same people that love this human, and some of you, I'll, I'll just say this, and I don't mean to, to, uh, to make my, my audience, shrink my audience, but everybody gets bored with abortion. COVID pales in comparison. Vaccines pale in comparison. They won't for much longer, and I'm talking about death, they pale in comparison as far as death is concerned. COVID pales. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about COVID, of course, that's all lies about their numbers. But I'm talking about the, the, what, what the mitigations, the deaths that the mitigations have called, the death that the vaccines have caused. Pales in comparison to 41.2 million babies butchered in the womb per year via UN statistics. Right? I mean, it pales in comparison, but people don't like it. It's not queuing on enough. It's, it's, not, it's not Bill Gates enough. Bill Gates loves the slaughter kids. His father, you, it's, all, it's all aligned together. It's all inextricably linked, linked together. Bill Gates's father, was on the first board of Planned Parenthood, and now Bill Gates goes around the globe killing people and paralyzing people and infirming people for life. Kicked out of Egypt and kicked out of India because he paralyzed 496,000 children. That's an absolute fact. There's a pending Supreme Court case against Bill Gates. He's not allowed in the country. Notice he never goes back there. He goes to Africa now and paralyzes those kids. But it's it's all inextricably linked together. It's all death every time. Speaking of that, let's move on to vaccines. I just had to put this on here, stumbled on this video, and never actually got this woman's name. This was, this was right at the beginning of the vaccine rollout. And it's just a good little intro video to vaccine information and data. Play it for me, Will.
2: My name is Tiffany Dover, and I am the manager in CCU. Um, for my team, we are in the COVID unit, so therefore, you know, my team will be getting first chances to get the vaccine. And I know that um, it's really... I'm, really I'm sorry. You're okay? You're okay?
0: And just for the record, I hope she's fine. I have not seen any data about what actually happened to her. Who knows? But it was very symbolic of the whole thing You, got, you saw the little stations around They're all so proud of themselves With the little biohazard needle containers And she's sitting there all proud to get her vax Because she's the manager of the COVID unit A 99.9% survival virus With a 0.1% post-infection death rate 99.997% survival From anybody 0 to 19 years of age But there's a COVID unit 9998 survival For anybody 19 to 50 90- 99.4% survival from 50 to 70, 95% survival for anybody over the age of 70, even with comorbidities, which by the way is basically exactly the same as the flu. But you have to have a COVID unit, right? And she's so gleeful about this thing. She's lucky. at Well, maybe she's lucky. Maybe she isn't. But she's surrounded by doctors when she actually goes out. Unlike other people that are just found dead laying in their homes because they had undetectable myocarditis. TJ Video, London Professor of Oncology. Call. Now, this is brand new. Call. This is brand new. Calls for urgent stop. London Professor of Oncology. Cancer. Let's say cancer doctor. Calls for urgent stop to COVID-19 boosters. Here's
3: why. Play for me. I'm Angus Dalglish. I'm a professor of oncology at St George's and a consultant medical oncologist and I have started to notice that several of my patients with melanoma who've been stable, stage four disease, they've had very good immunotherapy or other treatments and I've been reviewing them from five to twenty years I've noticed that I have now over six, possibly seven, even an eighth yesterday who've clearly relapsed following the booster vaccine. At first we didn't uh, put the two together But when patients said, I felt awful since the vaccine, I've just been drained. They described symptoms of like a long COVID. And the next thing we know, two, three weeks, a couple of months later, They've got clear evidence of relapse. And these relapses are quite aggressive. They're not a gentle relapse. They're relapses that are requiring systemic therapy as opposed to a little nodule that requires uh, surgical excision. But it's not just this. I'm now very much aware in my own circle of many people who are having, uh, they haven't got melanoma, but they've never had anything before, but they've got lumps and bumps and they're not feeling well. And And two people I've interviewed at great length, they all put it down to feeling awful after their booster. They were fine with the first two vaccines or just had uh, shivers, flu, etc. But they've described being very tired, very fatigued, uh, wanted to stay in bed. And this has dragged on to the point where they've gone to the doctor and they've had blood counts and investigations and I now know seven of them. Two of them have leukemias and the others have uh, lymphomas and one of them has a very bad myeloma which he was absolutely sure was uh, instigated by the uh, booster as he developed the dreadful symptoms. So really I want to bring every, to everybody's attention that I think that this does not look like a coincidence to me and we, nearly, uh, we need to join forces and see if this is a real uh, uh, effect and if it is, we must stop all the boosters immediately. Thank you. Back to
0: me. So there we go. Now this, of course, is a professor of oncology treating cancer patients every day of his life. It's what he does. Now he's never come out before. This is not one of the names you know, like Peter McAuliffe, Robert W. Malone, Ryan Cole, uh, Simone Gold, any of the other names you want to, you know, Charles Hoff, any of those that have come out. Never, never seen this guy before. Who knows what he believes? Notice he was only talking about boosters. So he probably believes in the first regiment of, of COVID vaccination, which he's, he'll learn that's wrong too. There, there, it's under, it, it will be undeniable. I told you this. They will not be able to hide the bodies. And I don't just mean dead bodies. I mean, infirmed bodies, sick bodies, ADE bodies, myocarditis, pericarditis bodies, neoplasm bodies. Blood clotting bodies. They will not, and dead bodies. They will not be able to hide them. It is now coming out. Listen to what he said. I have many people who were stable. Basically, in other words, their cancer was in remission. Took a booster shot, which gives you ADE at every level that you take the booster, you get more ADE. And more of your immune system is gone and possibly gone for life. You turn your immune system from a fighter, from a warrior, into an usher. That's a problem with cancer cells. You do not want cancer cells ushered into your lymph nodes, ushered into your liver, ushered into your stomach, ushered into your lungs, ushered into your kidneys, ushered into your legs, whatever. It's it's highly scientific. You don't want them ushered places. You want your antibodies to attach to them and not usher them. You want your antibodies to attach and kill them. The vaccine causes your antibodies to to have a hyperimmune response where they just attach to these cells and usher them throughout the body. That's why you're seeing a London professor of oncology who's never spoken to my knowledge, and believe me, I would know, has never spoken out against COVID vaccinations. But is now saying that he's seeing stable patients basically in remission, controlled cancer, get the booster, come back with aggressive relapse. He said, not mild, not with a little nodule that will go in and operate and take out, almost to the point of benign. No, these are basically going from level one to level four. He even said they were stage four, but stable. So they gotten them into remission. Then they come back worse than they were before, but not even a little bit worse aggressively relapsed also he's saying we're seeing lots of people who had absolutely nothing that are no show showing up with what lumps and bumps not good they can't hide you're seeing these people start to retract that's why you're starting to see it even from vaccine pimps and whores on the floors of parliament both in canada and in the uk and in our own government are starting to back off of pfizer That's why you saw Joe Biden come out and say we're no longer under a quote-unquote state of emergency as as of May 11th, which was originally supposed to be April 23rd, which was originally supposed to be months before that, which was originally supposed to be months before that, which was originally supposed to be years before that. As we enter into, right now, 34 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Here's a rumble video, a little longer than i like to show, about four minutes long. Actually, three minutes and 30 seconds. Naomi Wolf listen to this this is if you this is on pandemic war room Steve Bannon show Naomi Wolf who is a liberal pro-abortion at least she was hopefully she's not anymore maybe she's woken up but she actually saw vaccine mandates before I did vaccine passports before I did it's like Joe Rogan I, I was saying this on the last podcast we have these people she's now a kind of a leftist Christian which it doesn't really that's not a real thing but she has some measure of connection to the church. Joe Rogan's a devout atheist is talking about the, the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. But all, what, are, what are all the Christians? What are, what are all the evangelicals? I'm not even talking about Lutherans and Catholics. What are all What are all the evangelical Christians doing? They don't talk about the proliferation of vaccine passports. That he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. You got, vax, you got the proliferation of vaccine passports all around the globe and nobody's preaching about it. They're doing love. Series 78, because that's all they ever preach about. is their own version of love that's found nowhere in the Bible because God is love. But here's Naomi Wolf. Listen to the data. This has to do with vaccinating children before it was legal to do so and who was doing it. Uh, that would be OPF Pfizer.
4: Play for me, Wolf. What I'm about to read to you is it's, it's the most shocking, the saddest, the most horrific of all the the reports is report number 54. And um, unbelievably, Barbara Garrett, MD, Joseph Garrett, MD, Chris Flowers, MD, and Lori Britt, four of our distinguished volunteers for the War Room daily cloud Pfizer documents research analysis team found that infants and children under 12 were given the Pfizer mRNA COVID quote unquote vaccine seven months before pediatric approval and 71% of those kids suffered serious adverse events. If that's not shocking enough, these adverse events occurred in only a three-month period starting on December 1st, 2020 and at a time when no pediatric dose of Pfizer product was approved for use at all in that time frame. Nonetheless, they illegally injected 61 children, half of them under four years old with this injection. Um, And the the doctors and the volunteer asked the question, what dose of Pfizer's mRNA vaccine was given to these children since no approved dose existed at that time? So important points in this report, a seven-year-old child experienced a stroke. Two children suffered facial paralysis. One infant had a kidney adverse event, either kidney injury or kidney failure. Of the 34 cases, 24 or 71% were classified as serious. Predominantly female patients were affected here too. 27 little girls or baby girls of 34 adverse event patients, and that's almost 80%. Table six reports 34 cases of use in pediatric I- individuals, but an additional 28 cases were excluded. These are bad things, adverse events that happened unlawfully to children. 28 additional cases were excluded because details such as height and weight were quote, not consistent with pediatric subjects. In other words, for nonsensical reasons, they 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 ruled out almost double that number of kids who had something horrible happen to them. Ages ranged. I hope you're. I hope you. I hope you can process this, everyone. Ages ranged from two months to nine years, with median four years, which means half the children were under four years of age. 132 adverse events were reported in the 34 children. That is an average of 3.88 adverse events per child. In other words, not just facial paralysis, not just a stroke, not just some other horrible thing, an average of almost four horrible things. And and these children Half of them were under four years old. Some of One was a two-month-old infant. They injected this material in an infant starting December 1st, 2020, when there was no approval for children. No law allowed children to be injected with this. There was no safe dose. They just injected the children and and tiny babies. So
0: if you're wondering why Pfizer wanted to hide their vaccine developmental data for 75 years while all the Christians took it, in the midst of Pfizer trying to hide the very vaccine that the Christians were taking, that vaccine's development for 75 years. This is why. Why the FDA sued on Pfizer's behalf, using your tax dollars, to sequester this vaccine developmental data for 75 years. And lost, so it's being being released. Look at just some of of the lowlights of this video this by the way just pull up report 54 it's absolute indisputable irref- irrefutable data that's what this is from naomi Wolf. seven-year-old has a stroke seven-year-old never heard of a stroke before in seven-year-old in my life they illegally injected 61 kids with an unknown dose not only was it illegal to inject them at the time it was illegal to inject them with the dose because there was no specified dose. A, there'd been no approval for a child, anybody under the age of 18, anybody under the age of 18 to receive this vaccination at this time. When was this? When were these 61 kids injected with a gene-altering mRNA experimental vaccination? December of 2020. That's before Biden even took it. These kids were being injected. So A, they were being injected with a vaccination that was not approved for children on any level. And then after you do get approval, then you have to get a dose approval. They were being injected with a vaccine with no approval, with a dose of of the vaccine, which nobody even knows. And of course, with a dose that wasn't approved. That's, that's, That's a double whammy. They had average of three adverse effects per child, per child, injecting a four month old kid with a stroke see you want all this stuff here's just another little tidbit of information that came out too unrelated to unrelated to report 54 do you know why they had lower than what people would think cardiovascular events in the vaccine trials again the vaccine trials that they want to keep classified from the american public they actually classified myocarditis as an immune response that's pfizer remember christians if you're watching i know i'm mainly speaking to the choir. But there's a few of you that are hanging on, thinking, you know you what? Know, I was still just being precautious, you know, at the beginning. I was being a good, you know, a good, a good community partner and a good neighbor. Loving my grandma, strapping my mask on, taking my vaccines. That's what you think. That's what you thought. Being real cooperative and compliant and collaborative. You're like, why do you pick on the Christians? Because judgment begins in the house of the Lord. First Peter 4 17. They actually classified, they had these cardiovascular events. This is part, of course, of the Pfizer report they wanted to keep confidential for 75 years, that the FDA sued to keep confidential for 75 years, and they lost, so now we know. Why did they have lower than expected? Not expected, I mean, believe me, the cardiovascular events, uh, events, adverse events, were way higher than they should have been and should have immediately shut down the vaccine trial. But they classified all myocarditis outside of a cardiovascular event. They took it out of the cardio, cardiovascular events bucket and they put it in the immune response bucket. See what they do? Lying through statistics and now it's been proven. So they knew, they knew it wasn't safe and effective. A, myocarditis, but going back to report 54. The FDA knew. At the time, Francis Collins the head of the head of the, the head of the NIH, he knew. I can't remember, I can't remember his name now. The former head of the CDC before Rochelle Walensky, he knew. This is the Trump administration. But he, Trump didn't know. I'm not making excuses for Trump. But when you've never been involved in the Washington Swamp, you just don't know how it works, and you don't know that every Republican there is actually a Democrat with just an R in front of their name. Thank you, Robert Redfield. Thank you, Aaron. That's my producer, Aaron. Thank you, coming through as always. Robert Redfield, he knew. He knew these 61 kids were injected illegally. It's a crime, it's a federal crime. These are felonies. Illegally injected and then illegally given an illegal dose. Because there has to be an approved dose and an approved age bracket. They had zero. FDA knew, CDC knew. NIH knew that these kids were being injected and did nothing. You want to talk, they call us Nazis? How, how can anybody call us a Nazi when we love the church? We're not socialists, National Socialist Party. We're the opposite of it. We want everybody armed. The Nazis want the opposite of all of that. They want you disarmed. They want no church. They want to do medical experiments on anybody and everybody. They want tyranny. They want to use... Medical emergencies is tyranny, which is what Hitler did with typhoid with the Jews. Ended up separating them from regular society using typhoid as an excuse, the saying they were more transmissible. Just like they're doing with the Vax and the Unvax. Does that sound familiar to you? Because it's the same spirit. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Same spirit, same tactics, over and over and over again. From the globalists, bourgeois leftist elite who want to form a worldwide government where you have the government, which are the bourgeois leftists and then everybody else, which would be you and me, which would be serfdom servicing them and dying. That will be your, you are the carbon they want to get rid of, but they all knew FDA, CDC, NIH. They all knew that 61 kids were being injected with an unapproved vaccination With an unapproved dose. They knew it. And there were a lot of these kids. Just like Bill Gates in India. Just like Bill Gates in Africa. Were of course permanently infirmed. Four month old. Why would you. And and one last thing. What the. Who the crap. Are these parents. That you would offer your child. On the altar of Moloch. Like that. You take your four months. You're speaking of a four month old baby. To be injected has a 0% chance of being a vector of COVID, a 0% chance of being hospitalized with COVID, a 0% chance of dying of COVID. And you go and inject your child? Naomi Wolf, I didn't play the whole thing because I had to limit it to that three minutes. But she goes on and she says, I want to find out where these kids came from because she's betting they came from where. They came from probably kids that people considered to be disposable. Orphani- orphans, uh, kids from the inner city, whatever it may be that people have cast off. They're involved in different child protective services. Going from foster home to foster home. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? And these are all the people who allege to be champions for black people, champions for Hispanics, champions for those that are underprivileged. No, no, no. Everything they say they are, they are the opposite. Everything they say they are not, they are. Understand that. Just to show you more about it, it's all about the money. Retzi Levi tweet. In Israel, MOH was his ministry of health. They don't wait to finish their roles to transition to pharma. Scott Gottlieb, where did he work before? Uh, let's see. Scott Gottlieb was the head of the CDC before he went where? Onto the board of Pfizer and then Lob jumps onto MSNBC and whores himself whenever he can and writes books about how great he is as a COVID expert while he's on the board of Pfizer, as a, as a vaccinologist, while he's on the board of Pfizer, he makes up the, he's the, he's the infamous idiot who made up the six foot rule. Just make it up. And all the Christians just comply. All the conservatives comply. Why? What did you ever look into who Scott Gottlieb is before you actually follow his orders? You ever look into Klaus, who Klaus Schwab is before you actually follow his orders? Albert Borla, CEO of Pfizer, who refused the vaccine himself before you follow his orders? And I know I'm speaking to the choir. I'm not, if this is not you, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at the ones who deserve to be yelled at. Repent. Knock it off. Stop being so collaborative, so cooperative, and so compliant. Actually, actually read an article. Study to show yourself approved. Yes, those are Bible verses. Transition to pharma. They don't even wait in Israel, which, by the way, I am all we always defend Israel, always stand on the side of Israel and, and against all of their enemies, foreign and domestic. And this is one that's domestic. However, they were horrible knee benders, spineless worms when it came to the vaccination. Horrible. Benjamin Netanyahu, who I used to love, is horrible. He wants everyone to have a biometric ID card. That's an absolute fact. Thinks it's a great idea for everybody to have to go around and swipe in everywhere they go using their vaccination status. And so that somebody on the other end of this device knows what your heart rate is. So they go, oh, you know what? We're gonna deem that your heart rate is high today, so that you can't go and vote today for our political opposition. Beep! You go to swipe in, right, run ineligible, ineligible, ineligible. That's the plan. Oh, right wing conspiracy theory. Isn't really right-wing conspiracy theory? You ever looked at China? We'll get to that in a second, maybe, if I ever get there. But here it is. In Israel, the MOH, Ministry of Health, don't wait to finish their roles to transition to pharma. Coordinator of the epidemic management team, whenever you see that, that's a collection of morons, that advises the government on safety and efficacy, which are all lies, because nothing, nothing that they actually advocate for has any level of efficacy whatsoever, or safety whatsoever, because it's always the opposite. If they say that it has efficacy, it doesn't. If they say that it's safe, it's not safe. Of the COVID-19 vax, related policies, receives money. While he's giving the government advice about the vaccine, he's receiving money from the manufacturers of the vaccine. Sounds just like Ursula von der Leyen, who's the president of the European Union, whose, whose husband develops material for the Pfizer vaccination while she pimps and whores it all over the globe. While she mandates it all over the globe, dictates it all over the globe. While she personally profits. One government entity, she's not vaxxed. You think she's stupid enough to take that thing? No, she's just baking on everybody else being stupid enough to take it so that she can control you. If she infirms you and you need to be on blood thinners for the rest of your life, she'll control the blood thinners and use that to control how you vote, how you live. We don't want, we want you to eat bugs. Well, I have no choice. If I don't eat bugs and I don't get my blood thinners and I'm dead tomorrow. That's what they want. How can nobody see this? I know those of you, there's 475 people watching right now. You may be looking at it and saying, how is that possible? Because we're on two channels on Facebook, we're on Rumble, we're on YouTube, we're on Odyssey, we're on Twitter, we're on Twitch. And Black Rome. I always forget my own site. We're on all of those, that's why we have 475 people watching right now. And I know of the 475 that are watching right now, at least 400, you're already 100% on board. We just need to make sure that we study to show, show ourselves approved so that we can espouse the correct data. This need to be, needs to be preached from the pulpits. That you have the, you have the MOH, you have MOH, representatives and executives working for big pharma, pharma while they advise their governments to use big pharma. That sounds like the 75 members of Congress who own Pfizer stock that are mandating that all federal employees take the Pfizer vaccine. It's not just right-wing conspiracy theory. It's called money whoring. It's called money grubbing. It's called money pimping. That's what it is. Let's go to the next one. Jordan Shachtel tweet. Bill Gates. Here we go. I want to talk about whores. Bill Gates secured hundreds of millions of dollars in profits from mRNA stock sales before suddenly changing his tune on the vaccine uh, technology. Once an mRNA evangelist, Gates now dismisses the technology as inferior after banking 15 times his his, his financial return on the investment. So what he did was bank how, how would he have known? It's like, it's like it's like Nancy and Paul Pelosi. Leave that, I'll leave that one back up, Will. It's like Nancy and Paul Pelosi. Never move, never move the slides until I'm done. Never move them. Just risk that I'm going to stay with them and be, I'll be late on the next one. That's what I would prefer. It's like, it's like, it's like Nancy Pelosi and her husband. And they knew that there was going to be a federal lawsuit against Google. So they dumped all their Google stock. Nancy and Paul Pelosi, they dumped it all. This is exactly what happened with Bill Gates. How did he know? How did he, because he owned patents on COVID-19, was sending tens of millions of dollars to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, which owns and operates the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And he didn't just send tens of millions of dollars to who owns the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He also sent tens of millions of dollars directly to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a double blessing. So somehow he knew that he was going to have an absolute blessing boom, he knew that he was going to make tons of money on an mRNA vaccination. Somehow he knew. And, before, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, in, coupled with the World Economic Forum in partnership with the World Economic Forum, put on Event 201 in when, when, October of 2019, two months before everybody heard of COVID-19, as it broke out at the World Military Games in Wuhan, China, sent throughout the world purposely because it's a bioweapon to cripple America. EcoHealth Alliance funding the same same Gain of Function research EcoHealth Alliance funded by Anthony Fauci through Peter Daszak EcoHealth Alliance all sending money all and all getting rich he, Anthony Fauci refusing to answer about the royalty agreements between the NIH which he's the he was the director of the NIAID under the NIH refusing to answer royalty questions from Rand Paul about the, about the royalties that they shared with Moderna, another experimental mRNA gene-altering vaccination. I'm refusing to answer as Anthony Fauci gets rich off of it. Anthony Fauci is closely financially tied with Gilead, which is also remdesivir. Strange how it all works. All these people profiting. And now that Bill Gates, he knows that people are dropping dead from him. He sold all his stock, strange, but he cashed in first. It's all about, it's not all about the money. It's a lot about the money find the money find the lies find the dead bodies you'll find the demons and there's one there's one of them right there bill gates all right let's go to the next one here's vigilant fox video things are actually happening this is good stuff it's ron senator ron johnson he's not he's not stopping he's a legit conservative a real conservative who barely won his election in wisconsin barely won because he is controversial and they have corrupted not like in wisconsin they still suffer from the four problems. We will lose in 2024 if we don't solve these four problems. Establishment Republicans, no money, no message. Remember this, no money, no message. Establishment Republicans and corrupt elections. That is what's happening. You can't, you can't win in Wisconsin. He won by a very narrow margin. He should have won by hundreds of thousands of votes. He didn't. He won by a very narrow mar- margin because they are manifesting ballots throughout the night in Milwaukee. Wherever there's an urban hub where they put up the cardboard boxes so nobody can watch the vote counting, including the designated vote counting watchers that are Republicans, supposed to be half and half, the, vote, the poll watchers, the ones that are actually watching the count, they're all blocked out. He risks it all to do these things. So he's legit. Rand Paul's legit. I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm saying they're legit. Donald Trump is legit. Hate what he did with the vaccines. Hate Operation Warp Speed. But he's yeah, throw it up. This is a typical Democratic Party scene. This is 2020. How's that? How can that ever be explained as being correct? How can that ever be correct? But he's willing to risk it all and still go through elections like that, and he barely won. He should have won because he's fantastic and way more popular than the election actually showed because it's a fraudulent election. They all are. And then we're never going to win until those fourth issues are solved. But here's Ron Johnson's... Uh, meeting that he was having on the hill I'm trying to think of a better word than meeting but anyway hearing the hearing that he was having on the hill drug adverse re- reactions per year resulting in death here's the hearing on capitol hill play for me it just points out
5: in very stark terms the safety profile of some of these repurposed drugs versus you know what we're seeing through the Vaers report with the vaccine uh, ivermectin over 26 years on average about 15 deaths per year reported associated with it. Again, or, and FAIRS, this is of FAIRS, does not prove causation. So 15 deaths per year on average. Hydroxychloroquine, 69 deaths per year, over 26 years. The flu vaccine, about 77 deaths, I think it is. 77, se- oh, it is, that? oh, great, it wasn't banned. You're um, Yeah, no, I'm an accountant, I, I remember numbers. Um, But you take a look at uh, uh, remdesivir. It's over over 1,600 deaths since it got its emergency use authorization. Uh, And now, unfortunately, with the COVID vaccine, 22,000 deaths reported on VAERS. Again, we all recognize VAERS does not prove causation, but 30% of those 22,000 deaths occurred on day zero, one, or two. It certainly raises alarms to me. I don't understand why it hasn't
0: raised alarms to the FDA so let's look at this data. Can you, if you guys side-by-side side that pick for me if you can? Uh, it should be a pick all by itself. I should have a pick. There you go, right? like that. Can you side-by-side side that? There you go. Perfect. Great job. So here's the data on this. Now, you, this is all indisputable data. Look where it comes from. I mean, it's disputable because both the FDA and CDC are pathological liars run by the bourgeois globalist leftist elite, which is called the Democratic Party inside the United States, called the World Economic Forum in Davos. Same thing. Drug adverse event comparison. I wanted you to see this because so it's impossible to catch things that quick unless you're screenshotting them during the uh, during the podcast. So here's what it is let's just look at this. Ivermectin. Now remember, you gotta look at the date on top of this list. You see the list: ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine flu vaccines, dexomethasone, whatever that is. Tylenol, I should have my buddy natalie here to <laughs> translate for me some of this stuff but anyway so you have it now look at the dates on top of that list 1 1 1996 to nine thirty. so 1996 so 1996 to 2016 is 20 years right everybody checked my math and then 16 to now so that'd be 27 years right so we're looking at 27 year span is that correct everybody got my math 25. 25 years all right 25 years so we're at 25 years right so this is a 25 year span now the remdesivir didn't exist for that long they've only been around since 1920 they weren't weren't approved they were never approved because in their trials which have been strangely kept confidential from all of us they were causing mass organ failure then Gilead, strong financial ties with Anthony Fauci strange how that ever became an approved medication and it was strangely EUA approved right at the beginning of COVID strange how that worked when Anthony Fauci would financially benefit or his buddies would financially benefit. Anthony Fauci, who gained, I believe, $7 million in extra money since the beginning of this. Not, that's not his $440,000 a year he makes right now in retirement. That's extra. He's made, yeah, $440,000 a year of our money right now is going to that little garden gnome. So here's the thing. so some ninety. I just want everybody to realize that for all the rest of these medications, with the exception of remdesivir and the COVID vaccines, they've been around for the entire 25 years. They've been around for the entire 25 years, right? I think I'm right on 27, aren't I? 1996 to 2016 is 20 years. 7 more years is 2023. That's 27. Right? Yes. So there you go. No, 2016 plus 5 is 21. Oh, look, yeah, 1996. I'm going to get this right. 1996 to 2016 is 20 years, correct? What's 5 more what's 5 more on top of that? That'd be 2021. It's 27. So, so here you go. So anyway, so in these last 27 years, that this is all the rest of these the rest of these medications were around for the full 27 years. The bottom two were around for two years. So keep that in mind when you're looking at this data, because again, people can lie through statistics with this and say, "Hey, look, it basically got some of the same numbers here." Yeah, but they were around for 27 years, and the other v- medications were around for two years. So you have ivermectin, which has been around for the full 27 years, has had 3,700 3, adverse effects, 393 deaths, and deaths per year, 15. Hi- hydroxychloroquine, 23,000 as- adverse effects, uh, 1,700 deaths, 69 deaths per year. Flu vaccines, <laughs> here we go again. And by the way, everybody feel nice and at ease because don't worry, Pfizer is now working on an mRNA version of a flu vaccine. That's, by the way, you can sign up for to be in their vaccine trial at CVS. Don't do it. Whoever you, even if you hate me, I love you enough to scream at you and say, don't do it. Because you'll be needing a blood thinner a month afterwards. Flu vaccines of uh, adverse effects, 197,816 adverse events, 2,000 deaths, 77 per year. Whatever zone is. 83,000 adverse effects, 15,000 deaths, 618. Since I don't know what it is, I won't talk about it. Tylenol, of course. And that Tylenol had that problem for a while. That they were that it was, you couldn't give it to kids or something, right, up? Yeah. Pay attention to me, right? Okay, so, right, there was some kind of problem where it was actually causing kids adverse effects. I believe it was with the flu or something. Don't listen to me. I'm just telling you, they stopped, they stopped prescribing it to kids during like flu or colds or whatever it was because it was harming kids. And that's probably where a lot of these deaths come from. But again, this is over 27 years. It's 27 years it's happening, right? So 112,000 adverse effects, 26,000 deaths, about 1,000 per year die from Tylenol over the last 27 years. Now, these last two are two years, two years only. And again, I know that I've espoused this data several times, but let me just give it to you again. And I, I apologize to those of you who watch the podcast all the time. Don't really apologize, but I'm just saying that I apologize like Jesus pretended to pray over Lazarus. When you and you have a 52-year petri dish study of athletes from 1970 to 2022, in the first 50 years of that 52 years, 1,300 athletes dropped dead on the field. In the last two years of that 52 years, 2021 and 2022, 1,700 athletes have dropped dead. That's what you're seeing in this data also. Remdesivir, adverse affection only two years, 6,504. Remember where this is coming from. Anthony Fauci's, well, he's NIH, but his wife his wife is who does all the FDA approvals through the NIH bioethics board. All facts, check them, please do. Love for you to check them. So you have 6000, de- 6,000 adverse effects in only two years in comparison to everybody else. 1,600 deaths only beaten by Well, it was beaten by the other ones, but again, it's 27 years. And 921 deaths. By the way, again, this is from the FDA and CDC, so this is all lies. Because all the remdesivir deaths were actually blamed on what? Blamed on COVID. Uh, They they cause your lungs to crystallize and cause mass organ failure. That's what remdesivir does. And then it's blamed on COVID because people can't breathe. Just like they were intubating people. You don't intubate people who have lung congestion. Dummies. Nurses were coming out of New York City hospitals going, you know what? They're killing people in there. So that everything gets blamed on long COVID. Long COVID is simply a vaccine side effect. Just like everything else, myocarditis, they say, well, that happens with COVID. It doesn't happen with COVID. It happens with the vaccine. Does it happen occasionally? Occasionally, yes, myocarditis happens with many different diseases, but not like what you're seeing now. And then if it happens all the time with COVID, then why did Pfizer feel the need to hide their myocarditis data, calling it an immune response? inside of the vaccine developmental data that they want kept confidential for 75 years and then of course you have the vaccine (laughs) look at the numbers of the vaccine and just like the numbers that have come out i played the video on tuesday night of the parliamentary session in england where you have the parliamentarian saying more people have died of the of the pfizer vaccine or the mRNA vax, whether it's a combination of Pfizer, Moderna, or just Pfizer, than all other vaccinations combined, ever. It's just like Barack Obama actually amassed more debt, $11 trillion in debt, than all other presidents combined in the 200-plus years before him. It's all the same demon every time. More people died of this vaccination than all other vaccinations combined for all the prior 60 years. In two years. So look at the data. It doesn't lie. And these are the people that are actually trying to hide the data. And if you look at this one, this is only in 13 months. This is not even two years. It's basically, a—it's well, it's a year. It's obviously a year and a month. It's not even two years. It's one year. The COVID vaccination adverse effects, 1,053,000. Deaths, 22,000, which we know it's way higher than that because it's from the FDA. They even have to admit to it. The swine flu vaccination in the 1970s was stopped after 25 deaths. They had 1,200 deaths in the Pfizer trial, in the Pfizer vaccine trial that they've been forced to release to the public, and they still kept it going. And then, not only did they keep the vaccine trial going, they labeled the vaccine safe and effective. Anthony Fauci's wife at the FDA, she actually works for the NIH. But the end, the FDA gets their vaccine approvals. Through the nih's bioethics division run by anthony fauci's wife anthony fauci who has financial benefits through remdesivir on the bill and melinda gates vaccine board refuses to answer about his royalties from moderna that's who's approving these vaccines not anthony fauci himself obviously but his wife is and if his wife's making if anthony fauci's making a whole lot of money his wife's making a whole lot of money obviously it's like bernie sanders how did Bernie Sanders become three-house Bernie as a socialist? And remember, these people are always the opposite of what they say they are. He says he's a devout socialist, dude, but he's a bourgeois leftist elitist. Owns three houses. How does he do that? Because his wife runs his campaign ads. Oh, it's very, my wife and I were talking about this at, we were at the Ron DeSantis press conference on Monday in Bradenton. And we, she and I were actually dumb. It. It's very financially beneficial for like some idiot globalist moron like Nikki Haley to run for president. She'll get millions and millions of dollars. Put your spouse, I'm not saying she does this, but this is what Three House Bernie does. He puts his wife in charge of their ad buys. You get 10%. If Bernie, if Bernie raises $50 million, and by the way, he raises way more than that, hundreds of millions, spends it on advertising, his wife gets 10% of it. That gets mailed to a P.O. box that's a friend of theirs. So nobody knows. It's not illegal, by the way. Ilan Omar did the exact same thing with her husband, the husband that's not her brother. That one. She's divorced her brother that she used to illegally migrate into the United States. That one. Not that one. Not her husband. Not her brother husband. Blood brother husband. Not that one. Her new husband, who was a campaign staffer, whose wife was a campaign staffer, that they had an adulterous relationship, and they got married. That that husband. Just like Joe Biden did with Jill, by the way. Same demons. Different times. Demons are eternal, just like your soul is, just like my soul is, just like every angel, just like God is, just like the devil is. Everybody's eternal until until satan is thrown into the lake of fire for all of eternity he's going to keep acting uh, and he can only act with those p- people who are willing like elon omar and all the people who want to slaughter the unborn but that's but that all these people are financially benefiting and it's not the only reason why they're also power pervs the dumb ones at the lower levels who are not in on the one world agenda the one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a totalitarian government. They're not, not all of them are in on that level. Joe Biden's just a, basically an applesauce eating automaton wandering around the DC cesspool. He has no idea about it. But John Kerry does, Oprah Winfrey does, Barack Hussein Obama does, Schwab does, No Harari does. They know. That's what this is all about. And they all want to lower the earth's population they're all transhumanists don't have time to get into all that tonight but i just wanted you to see the numbers here's another one dr ray video already planning on the transition we'll explain it even more afterwards play for me will
2: hey scott i just spoke with ceo albert borla we talked about the fact that the u.s is ending the public health emergency for COVID and the impact that could potentially have On Pfizer, we did confirm from the FDA today that's not going to affect existing emergency use authorizations. And Pfizer's CEO saying overall he doesn't expect it to have a major impact on the company. They were already planning on transitioning the vaccines and the antiviral to the more commercial traditional market in the second half of this year anyway. Uh, Along those lines, of course, they've announced the pricing of the vaccine could be around $110 to $130 per share, sorry, per share, per dose. Uh, That's up from $20 per dose where it began. And there's been some pushback from the political sphere uh, over that pricing. He called it responsible and cost effective. They have not yet announced the pricing of their Paxlid uh, antiviral drug. Uh, I also spoke with new CFO uh, Dave Denton about biotech valuations and m as that is a big priority for Pfizer right now. He said uh, there are a lot of candidates out there uh, for biotechs, but the, of course, the ones with good data and good assets uh, are more expensive than the others, but they're going to continue to be aggressive.
0: Scott, back right, to you. Good stuff, Meg. Thank you. All right, back to me. So here we go. What they're doing, of course, is because they just got the EUA. They're they're, they're trying to do now. It, it, this is actually the this mainstream media. So yes, Pfizer is transitioning into a year, yearly bivalent vaccination. They're going to charge you $130 a pop at. Okay, that they're doing, but the EUA is still in place. Even if by, remember now, and I, I I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to tell you. Remember how it all works. We were presented with an alleged biomedical emergency right which never was we were presented with that it was never an actual emergency but they used that of course to usher in totalitarianism now they they said it was a medical emergency but all of this was actually being run out of the DOD the Department of Defense if you run it out of the DOD it's like right now in Florida where you have a cat 5 hurricane all the, it was a Cat 5 hurricane, Hurricane Ian. It was a Cat 5 hurricane, 200-mile-an-hour winds. But all the insurance companies are labeling it a Cat 4, so everybody still has to pay their deductibles. If it's a Cat 5, nobody has to pay their deductibles. See? So they just manipulate it. So they said this is a medical emergency being run by the CDC. No, it wasn't. Because if it was simply a medical emergency, you can't get an EUA. You can't get an emergency use authorization unless it's a biomedical military attack. It was actually run out of the DOD that licensed them to do all the things that you've seen. They couldn't do that through the CDC, through the NIH, through the FDA. They can't. They had to get their, for lack of a better term, licensure out of the military to do it. So they still have their EUAs and they keep the EUAs alive because it's a DOD response. Only the DOD can, can actually license that sort of response that's still in place. Even though, it, just because Biden comes out and says that we're no one longer under, a, under uh, an emergency, a medical emergency, even though he comes out and says that, please understand that we need to check and see, does that then eliminate the EUA? We We need to see if it actually eliminates that because that will then greatly hamper Pfizer and then all the lawsuits, emergency use authorization is EUA, because that will then hamper Pfizer and then all the lawsuits need to begin because Pfizer, even though they allege that Pfizer gets indemnity, which means they cannot be sued, They can be sued if they receive that indemnity through fraudulent practices, which they obviously did, injecting 61 kids in December of 2020, calling things safe and effective that obviously were not putting putting myocarditis in an immune response as part of their vaccine trials. People are getting myocarditis during the vaccine trials. And instead of putting that in the cardiovascular bucket, they put in an immune response bucket to hide the cardiovascular affects, the number of cardiovascular problems and side effects. That's what was happening. And they're trying to mainstream themselves while well, they're trying to change, you know, trying to actually change their practices into being mainstream. They're coming out with their prices coming out with how much is Paxlovid going to cost, all that stuff. So that's the thing. That's what's happening. So I just wanted you to be aware. And what we have to watch is, did the EUA actually change? Even though the state of emergency gets lifted on May 11th, which is still like, what is that, like 100 days from now? Why does that, have to, if it's going to be over on May 11th, why is it not over now? That makes, Of course, that's the science, though. Science that makes absolutely no sense. Whatever they claim is science is absolutely non-scientific. Everything they say they are, they are not. Everything they say they are not, they are. All right, so that's it. Come back. Listen, I'll be back here Saturday night with 56 Minutes of Fury. Saturday night also on the Christian Television Network. Do not miss it. I'm still trying to get to my multi-page Ukraine expose, but I keep getting locked in with vaccines. Sorry that the show wasn't a little bit more expansive tonight, covered more material, but I just get lost in the vaccines because people are dying. I can't, I just, it's like an abortion. It is. It's a post-birth abortion. That's what this is. And it's planned that way. So back here, Saturday night, 1030 at night, also on the Christian Television Network, 56 minutes of fury. Love you all. Still 456 people on, on multiple platforms. Got a ton of videos to follow. Stick with me for another couple minutes. Love you all. See you Saturday night. So what is the will of God? Romans 8, 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. That's a qualified verse though. Christians use that to say that the will of God is unfolding in their life. If your business stinks, it's not the will of God. If your family stinks, that's not the will of God. He is not working for your good. He's not, he's not using your compromise and your rejection of the Word of God for your good. Because Romans 8, 28 is qualified with 27 and nobody reads 27. Why is that? Because it puts, it puts the responsibility on the believer. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to go into his purpose. He is working for your good. In that, he's listening to how you pray. Romans 8:26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. That's the good that he's doing. He's honed in solely on the voice of the Spirit. Are you praying the Holy Ghost? That's the good he's listening to. Not your compromise, not your sin, not your worry, not your fear, not your bad attitude and working for your good. The only good he's working is what the Holy Spirit is telling you. It's only good.
2: If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.